I'm actually excited for this conversation because just looking at the Woolworths Cafe example, deciding to move cashless, it reminds it reminded me of a conversation we had last year, just after Black Friday, where we reflected on the transactional behavior of South African consumers um, during Black Friday. Uh, and, and maybe let's just reflect on that yet again uh, in terms of uh, how this might uh, cement uh, the decision that's been taken by Woolworths to move towards a cashless environment. Mm. Yeah, I think maybe just just reflecting back to to the discussion we we had on on, on Black Friday, I think, and in relation, I think to 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 the topic that you you having, um, maybe two two main things sort of stand up. Uh, um, I mean, stand out. So so one, I think we spoke about, for example, the growth that we've seen on on mobile payments. Uh, which at the time I think we're sort of reflecting that we've seen more than 100% growth in that space, which was actually an encouraging sort of trend because customers were basically pulling out their phone more and more to to transact mm-hmm. um, as opposed to basically using their cards. But but at two, I think one of the stats that sort of goes with that was also around the growth that we actually saw on contactless transactions as well, where people were actually tapping their cards, where we're actually saying that I think um, over 50% of customers were actually preferring to tap their cards as opposed to to, to sort of uh, inserting them. We sort of showed a, a, a different trend in terms of our customers are actually preferring to to transact. And that was over and above, for example, the, the, the significant the double-digit growth that we saw, for example, on online. Um, sort of shopping, which we actually we, we sort of continue seeing happening. Yeah, and I think this really tells us something uh, about our behavior, especially in urban areas. And I'm keen to understand <coughs> if you've had the ability to view where it is that we choose to tap and shop, um, uh, the transactional values to give us a clearer understanding as to, you know, the minimums and maximums that we typically transact for when it comes to using smart devices versus our cards. Yeah, so 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 I think it's it's it, it it sort of it sort of varies, and 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 you can see that uh, I mean if we sort of have to isolate it, especially when it comes to to mobile payment, um, you can see that mostly iPhone users are, are probably the dominant um, sort of uh, user group that chooses to sort of tap their phones. Almost eighty uh, percent uh, of of people that are actually tapping using their phones are actually using iPhones uh, to tap. Those transactions basically vary from, I'm almost going to say zero. I know there's no zero transaction, <laughs> but as, as as low as basically the, the, the smallest transaction you can find in 2000s of rents. Because I think with what we've seen in the banking industry for the last, I'll say, couple of years, you've sort of seen contactless become mainstream and pretty much anything, for example, below 500, mostly you can spend without a PIN. Above that, some form of a PIN might be required. But when it comes to mobile payment, it all depends on, I guess, how the different banks have implemented it. But the the, the dominant thing is that if you tap your mobile phone, for example, you don't necessarily get um, asked for for your PIN. And I think the, 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 the same is also very true with, with contactless payment. We're actually seeing very low value, tra- I mean, low value transactions being the dominant transaction type with, with contactless. So basically, transactions that are sort of 200 rand and less, mm. um, those are actually dominating in that in that sort of area but i think again you can see that most of the retailers actually allows you to tap up to 500 rand without a pin and above 500 rand then they require a pin but that trend you do see that mostly it's low value transaction but the transaction amounts very basically from zero to thousands of rents 
And I find this so intriguing and important, right? Because it tells us it's a quick transaction, it's a quick meal, um, um, and maybe it does speak to the, the, the value proposition that uh, a company like Woolworths and some of its peers in the industry are actually looking at um, that uh, smaller value transactions uh, sh- will likely just uh, see an increase in, in contactless and smart device behavior. Uh, I'm keen to understand if this is also what you're seeing in terms of your data, that the spending typically happens at restaurants, ca- coffee shops, uh, I guess quick service centers. Yeah, um, that's, that's, that's definitely the case. I, I think, um, in, I mean, overall, um, if you look at sort of restaurants and, and sort of um, fast food type um, areas, I think that comes in at like number four in terms of overall uh, spend categories that, that we see. Uh, I mean, the, 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 the sort of the retail um, stores and, 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 and sort of clothing stores and, and, and sort of footwear still dominate in terms of being sort of the, the top um, spend categories, but restaurants is definitely in the top five, and 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 for us, sort of coming in at number three. So, so it de- it definitely makes sense. Also, I think you do see quite uh, uh, the, the the low value sort of uh, transactions that I speak about. If you're buying coffee uh, and and maybe a coffee and a snack, those type of things, those are generally low value transactions because generally the value would be below two hundred rand. And we dis- we do see a lot of those transactions being done using other mobile payments or contactless payments. Definitely. Dumela, I can imagine as you sit with your team analyzing these numbers, seeing what retailers are doing in response, witnessing our change and shift in behavior. Uh, does this make you, I guess, you know, inquire if South Africa is a society that is fit, able and ready to move towards being a cashless society? Yeah, so, so that, that's a very interesting <laughs> question. I, I think the, the, the reality is from a South Africa's perspective, we still have the notion of two economies, right? Mm. Um, so, so we do have sort of a, a very mature, I guess, economy, or that's that's probably mostly in the dominant uh, sort of urban areas, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We also have sort of the gassy economy or the informal economy, as as most people sort of refer to it. I think I think in terms of the main economy, we probably are ready. Um, if I just look at our overall spend, for example, as a bank, uh, more than eighty percent of our spend actually now happens in 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 in, in the post space. Uh, you can actually see that our Post uh, transactions, for example, are growing in double digit, whereas oh. ATM sort of cash withdrawals, et cetera, et cetera, it's reducing. It's actually down, for example, if I compare 2023 to 2022. Oh. So you can see that there is a more preference in terms of our customer base for preference to, to transact using POS as opposed to, to using cash. So, so it does make sense. But I, I just want to ask, you know, how significant is that decline uh, uh, between point of sale versus um, ATM withdrawals? So, so on the ATM side, it's 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 not too significant. It's about four percent decline that we see from 2023 to 2024. Okay. Um, but again, I think if you compare to the fact that we significantly have more post transactions, almost more than 80 percent compared to ATM, that gives you the sense that customers are preferring to sort of transact. Um, sort of using using their cards. Mm-hmm. I, I guess the other element that you can also look at from a customer perspective is ATM transactions are also generally associated with fees, whereas post transactions are actually free. Mm-hmm. So, so that that could also potentially be an incentive for customers to 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 transact with their card. But again, in the informal space, I think um, there is probably still a high need to use cash because in multiple areas in that space. There is that, I mean, if you're using a taxi, if you're buying probably a despaza shop, et cetera, et cetera, mm. even though there are some electronic or, or post sort of uh, capabilities there, 
we do know that the penetration is not so high and cash is still king in that environment. And therefore, I think we need to look at it at both the informal economy as well as the formal economy. Mm. So I guess there's a, there's a need for both essentially to, to, to see that active participation between both cash uh, and contactless transactions. Most definitely, most definitely. I guess the, the, our, our challenge, uh, I guess, as banks and, and, and I guess um, different institutions in, in this space is how do we actually increase our penetration in the, in the informal space mm-hmm. to actually then allow that um, basically pretty much uh, enable everyone to be able to use card transactions because I think everyone knows the risks that are associated with cash, right? Even in the informal economy, you can 100%. get robbed, uh, cash can be lost, et cetera, et cetera. Um, whereas card is a lot more safer because you're not necessarily working around with cash um, and your money is sort of in the bank and therefore there, there is some form of security if you are, for example, a spaza shop owner, etc. Definitely. Dumelo, this is so intriguing and I think it's so telling about our behavior and uh, next time we actually participate in these transactions, we should actually, you know, monitor our own behavior, the person in front of us, the person behind us and uh, really just pay closer attention to how it is that we shop and that we transact. But on that note, we've just come back from this festive season. No one has mentioned anything about January to me, so I'm hoping that means that everybody is okay. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm intrigued to understand from a Standard Bank point of view, um, have you witnessed uh, uh, any significant nuances around the spending trends and behaviors of consumers this past festive season? Have those numbers come in just yet or still being collated? No, I think we, we haven't yet seen the final numbers, but we, we, we've had a, a glimpse of, of, of what the numbers I think are, are going to look like for, for December. Um, I mean, it's, 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 I think December as a month, it's, it's also a very high spending uh, period. Uh, I think it's we almost liken it to, to Black Friday, even though Black Friday is more like a, a weekend as opposed to December, which is which is over the month. We are seeing, uh, I would say, growth in terms of spend if we compare December this year versus um, December uh, of last year uh, on 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 post uh, specifically. Actually, I think our CNP. I saw some numbers around uh, sort of online sort of spend, and that was up more than 20%, which was actually even higher than what we saw during Black Friday. Um, so, so that sort of gives a sense that there's actually good growth coming through uh, for, 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 December, uh, for December spend. Mm-hmm. I think overall post, we, we're potentially projecting to be somewhere around the 7 8% growth year on year compared to, oh. to, 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 to the previous year in, in, in 2022. So I think we, we're sort of seeing, seeing very similar trends to what we saw and what we discussed during during Black Friday. The, the spend categories are, are very similar. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the, the big difference with December is you do see uh, a significantly higher level of activities, for example, for tolls uh, as, a, as, a, as a sort of a spending category. And that's mostly because people are driving uh, to and fro sort of holiday destinations and homes, et cetera, et cetera. And, and that is probably the one thing that is very different to the conversation that we had uh, during Black Friday that sort of stands out for December. Makes sense. Uh, so intriguing and I think so necessary. So we'll definitely will get you back before the, or by the end of the month when those figures have been finalized. But an interesting one, Dumelo, as you mentioned that we are seeing, I guess, this um, resilience or uptick in performance and transactional performance for consumers. Uh, is this going back to pre-pandemic levels of spend, uh, given that 2021, 2022 were, were slightly lackluster years and this past 2023 was the first year where we had absolutely no restrictions in terms of um, uh, the lockdown. Uh, does that play an influence at all uh, uh, in terms of the performance that we're witnessing uh, as to what the trend does reveal? Yes, uh, I, I do think definitely we, we're getting back to, to sort of those uh, pre-COVID level. 
um, if, if you remember one of the of the major things that we we sort of discussed in terms of uh, Black Friday was uh, the the level of spend that we saw, for example, around travel and and accommodation, uh, because it was one of sort of the the big sort of spend uh, item that we saw, and you can definitely attribute that to the fact that things have sort of opened up um, at this at this at this point in time. But I think the the other thing that is probably also critical to 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 also just note is if you were to look at uh, sort of international spend um, as well, there's definitely also, I think, um, sort of uh, significant growth in terms of the level of activities that you see on international spend. And, and that also gives you a sense of, I think, um, the, 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 the opening up of, of, of the economy again and basically people being allowed to sort of move freely and I guess also move goods uh, freely between I mean, the, the, the different countries. So we're also seeing good growth on, inter- on our international spend. But I also say, the travel and entertainment also gives us a very good picture or a picture that says actually um, we almost back to normal activity and, and, and COVID is no longer really a factor. Got you. So intriguing, so fulfilling uh, and so insightful in terms of uh, helping us understand our, our financial behavior going forward. Dumelo, always a pleasure speaking to you and thank you so much for your time this evening, sir. Thanks, Gogo, and have yourself a, a good one. Fantastic. You too. Looking forward to seeing uh, uh, some of the new insights that will be shared uh, by yourself and Standard Bank in the months ahead. All the best for the year ahead. If you missed it live, catch the broadcast on kaya959.co.za.